Hey everybody, it's Sophie and welcome to episode 126 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, we're going to play catch up for a little bit because it's been a few weeks. So we're going to take it on back to the week before Thanksgiving and we're just going to catch all up with everything that's been going on. There's been a good bit of travel. There's been a good bit of family stuff. It's been a very exciting football development in Melanie's world. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Before we get to all of that though, I want to tell you about Poshmark. Y'all, if you are looking to clean out your closet or your kids' closets, or if you feel like your closet or your kids' closets can use a little replenishing, Poshmark is such a great way to do that. It's a great place to sell clothes, or it's a great place to pick up some clothes, to buy some clothes at really discounted prices and it's easy to do all you have to do is download the free Poshmark app they carry clothes for men for women and for kids and they have tons of brands to shop from if you like Sam Edelman shoes or you really like Lululemon workout wear or if you like a good pair of Levi's whatever your favorite brands happen to be you won't believe the deals that you'll find on Poshmark for example Brooks running tights are my favorite And I just saw some on the Poshmark app for $30. Normally, they're $70 on the website. You'll find deals like that and so much more. So if you would like to give Poshmark a try, use the code BIGBOO5 when you check out and you'll get $5 off your first order. That's the code BIGBOO5 when you check out and you'll get $5 off your first order when you use the Poshmark app. Here's the second thing I want to tell you about. FabFitFun, y'all. FabFitFun is the best. It's a seasonal subscription box with full-size, regular full-size beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products. It retails for $49.99, but it always has a value of over $200. The winter box is available now, so sign up before they sell out. You do not want to miss it because when you get your FabFitFun box in the mail, it feels like Christmas four times a year, y'all. Every single time I get one, I have to go into a room where I'm alone and I have to open it with the silence that it deserves as I look through and, and see what is in store. You might find skincare from Glam Glow or Kate Somerville or fashion items from Free People or from Trina Turk or beauty products from Moroccan Oil. It's so much fun. The winter box, y'all, is epic. It has products like a knit throw from Mark and Graham and some body cream from Anthropology, dry shampoo from Orbe, and a coaster set from Urban Home, and that's just the beginning of it. So don't miss out. All you have to do is check out FabFitFun.com and use the code BIGBOO so you can save $10 off your first box, which makes it only $39.99. Again, that's fabfitfun.com and use the code BIGBOO. This subscription service, y'all, will bring you such joy all year long and you deserve to treat yourself. Alrighty, y'all. As always, we are so glad you're here. And remember, if you're here, you are home. Here we go with episode 126.
Hey everybody, this is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. And I feel like we have lived a thousand lives since we have last podcasted. That's because we have lived a thousand lives since we have last podcasted. Mm -hmm. There's so much. There's so much. I don't even know where to begin. And you had made a list, which we had lost. Right. And then I had made a partial list this morning that didn't even begin to cover everything that we need to talk about. Because really, you and I haven't hardly even talked. No. Uh-uh. I feel like the, la the last two weeks, I was just telling David, the last two weeks have been so crazy mm -hmm. that today, I really feel like I'm in a little bit of a letdown slash yeah. recovery like it's like my introvert is it's finally like am i am i welcome here again am i welcome here yes because it has been insane and i i went to um i went to arkansas last weekend alex went with me and then i went to nashville this past friday so i've been on the road the last two weekends and then all the regular stuff in between and it's it's felt and this was after thanksgiving and we had our family here yeah. so um so it's been a little, it's been a little cuckoo. Have we even talked yeah. since we met Martha? Have we talked on the podcast since we met no. Martha and Rose in, no. in Tuscaloosa? No. See, it's been forever. No. Uh-huh. It's been forever. I know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I guess we, should we start, let's start with, let's start with A&M LSU and then we'll go to, well, no, let, I'll tell you what, let's start with Martha in Tuscaloosa. Let's go to Thanksgiving. Okay. Because was, was, was the LSU game, the A&M game, was that Thanksgiving or the weekend before? It was the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Okay. So let's go back to Thanksgiving. Let's start there. And yes. We'll, okay. We'll, we'll work our way forward. Does that sound like a plan? Uh, that sounds great. Okay. I think that's a great plan. You know, we're very organized. Well, that's really the hallmark. I mean, I feel like that's our tagline <laughs> of our podcast. They're very organized. They're very organized. They're really good at systems. Um, okay, so the week the week of Thanksgiving, we went to Tuscaloosa to meet my sister-in-law, Rose, and my niece, Melissa, and my mother-in-law, Martha. Um, we did this because of the way everybody's Thanksgiving schedules were kind of falling out. And so we met yeah. them in Tuscaloosa at a restaurant. We they gave us a table when we got there that was upstairs, and I mean like up some steep stairs. And so we got up there, mm. and I told David I was like, I don't feel good about Martha and these stairs. I think I'm going to ask them yeah. if they can move us downstairs. Well, when I went downstairs to ask if they would move us to a downstairs table, that was right when Rosa, Melissa, and Martha came in the door. And so mm -hmm. I said, oh, I just came downstairs to see if they would move us. And Martha took one look at those stairs. She said, oh, no, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, and so I'm here to tell you <laughs> that she put a hand on each one of those rails and she went right on up those stairs like a champ. Oh, my goodness. I know. Yeah. I know. And we had a we had a great lunch. Um, she had the biggest piece of chicken in her chicken sandwich I really have ever seen. <laughs> Did she comment on how big it was? She and, couldn't possibly eat it all. She couldn't possibly. And to her credit, she just said, would anybody like some chicken? Would any of y'all, <laughs> would y'all like some chicken? I have, I have plenty of chicken to share. Would y'all like some chicken? <laughs> Sophie, would you like some of my chicken? Um, <laughs> so, and then we left there. We went, there's a store here in Alabama called the Pants Store. And they have, they do have pants. But they yeah, have. Yeah, I would hope. <laughs> They have, they have pretty much every kind of khaki imaginable, but then wow. they carry lots of fun lines for women and stuff that Caroline would love. 
And then they have lots of great shoes. And so we went over there. My thought was just we were popping in just to kind of see what was what was available. We were in there for a solid hour. So we went there and then we went to Steinmart, um, which Melissa had never been to Steinmart. My niece, Melissa, had never been to Steinmart. I know. And I was like, oh, just you wait. Just you wait. Uh So as Martha was looking for something for... Um, she wanted, you know, she's always just looking for something to go somewhere. She's got something she's got to do. She wants something cute. <laughs> and she found these black pants. She went back to try them on. And when she came out, I had found the matching jacket. And, and I, I posted about this on Instagram, but she really did. When I held mm-hmm. up that jacket, her reaction, <laughs> Sophie, are you kidding me? Are you kidding? No. And she, in like one... <gasps> In one fluid motion, she took off the cardigan she was wearing. She cast it to the side across <laughs> a rack of random sweaters. She grabbed the coat from me and she took off across the the, the women's casual section to look at herself in the mirror with that coat on. Mm. And Melissa and I were doubled over. <laughs> we were laughing so hard. And I said, this, Melissa... Is the magic of Steinmart. This right That's here. Right. This is why you come to Steinmart. Is for is for for such a time as this. That's exactly right. So anyway, we had the best time. We really did have such a fun time, and it was it was just a fun way to spend the day, and a fun way in a, in the middle of a busy week. I think just to to get just a little bit out of town, all of mm-hmm. us, and um, so it was a win. That's so good. So did she, I'm assuming she bought the jacket. Well, I actually bought the jacket for her and you know, okay. it's going to be part of her Christmas. Oh, so, because, nice. you know, if you find something like that, you kind of have to seize it. Yes. And so it's going to be part of, I think Rose bought the pants for her and I bought the jacket. And so that's okay. going to be part of her Christmas. Okay. Oh, I'm so glad. Now, what color was it? What color it was the black, jacket? but it had kind of a crisscrossy velvet pattern overlay, like on top mm-hmm. of the black. So... You could dress it up. You could dress it down. You could wear it to church. You could wear it to you could wear it to the country club. You could wear it to a dinner. You could wear it to a party. You could wear it to Mary Ann's house. You could wear it anywhere. I mean, <laughs> just you could wear the pants with the red sweater. You could wear the pants with the white sweater. You could wear the jacket with a pair of red pants. You could like you know. I mean, it's, just, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. But I mean, I just kept thinking. I mean, I really at lunch and at Steinmart, I I thought. I mean, really, to to be Martha's age and to yes. have one the level of energy that she has, you know, mm-hmm. just I mean, she she's not gonna miss a beat, and I mean, yeah. she, like she's gonna have something every single day that she she's got to go do somebody, she's got to go see somewhere she needs to go, and um, she needs to run a quick errand. But to have yeah. her level of energy, but two, to have her level of interest that she has in stuff you know like she's still just endlessly fascinated and endlessly interested in stuff and I got so tickled because she has joined a bible study that my daddy's doing and I'm like listen I don't know you know I have a whole thing about feeling like we're just supposed to stay in it forever we're just supposed to stay in it until the Lord calls us home and I, I thought about that a lot over Thanksgiving like daddy same thing at his age, you know, he's still playing golf all the time and he's still, yep. he's still singing in the choir and he is, 
um, in this Bible study and said, Martha now has joined this Bible study that daddy's in. And just that like their life is still so interesting and still so active. I don't know. It makes me really happy. I'm really grateful for that. Yeah. Well, and I think that that helps you keep going. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? I think that's part of it is it's your outlook and your, it was interesting because I watched, we didn't go to church this morning, but I watched online and it was about so much of our joy comes from connection, you know, and when we isolate ourselves that we lose that because we are called to be connected to each other. And when you don't have that, then that leads to loneliness, which I think leads to depression and you've got to stay connected. Well, it also, I think when you, when you don't feel connected, it almost leads to way too too much, way more introspection and self-focus than is healthy because you're just constantly focused on how you feel and constantly focused on what you need. Mm -hmm. And there's something about being connected to other people. It puts you outside of yourself. And and you're, you're also mindful of other people's needs and and ways that you can, can help them. I don't know. It's, it was, so the, the rest of the family of, well, I guess my side of the family came in Wednesday and Thursday and we had Thanksgiving together but again, just watching daddy, like, you know, who's looked the same since I was 17 years old. Yes. But just the, again, the level of involvement and the level of energy is just, I, I hope, I, I hope I do that justice, you know, yeah. as I get older. I really do. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Mm-hmm. So uh, what about y'all on Thanksgiving? Because well, you, had a, you, know, you had a different Thanksgiving this year. We had a different Thanksgiving. So we did, so on Tuesday night before Caroline and I left for Orlando, we had what we have now come to call Shanksgiving, yes. which is our own little family of three. And we did it outside by the fire pit this year, which was delightful. So fun. Um, and Perry grills quail and he did lobster this year. And I made dressing and cranberries and broccoli rice because that's really all we care about for mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, and then of course, chocolate icebox pudding with the lady fingers. Listen, Uh, I I think I told you, but when I was at Trader Joe's Thanksgiving week and I saw lady fingers, there was a part of me that thought, should I grab them and FedEx them to her? Did she remember to get them? Just in case, Mm -hmm. just in case. Mm -hmm. I know. Well, I've now discovered that apparently our central market keeps them in the refrigerated section all the time. And so. They used to be really like you didn't know where they were, but I feel like maybe the grocery store has finally found a home for them. So okay. it's that's the good news is I always know where to find them now. So did that. I did a double recipe. Um, and then Perry's best friend who lives in Indiana ended up coming down to spend Thanksgiving with Perry. So oh, Perry had a buddy for Thanksgiving. So that was fun. And then Caroline and I left for Orlando on Wednesday and we got to the Orlando airport, which is enormous. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had kind of set in my mind, you know, cause she's at an age now where I'm like, I'm really going to let you kind of guide us through this process. Cause it'll be good for you to figure out like how to find the rental car place and how to whatever. And like when we landed in Orlando, it was like, Oh, we may have started too big. We may have needed to start this at a smaller <laughs> mid-level airport. Cause I can't even find the rental car place, you know? Um, So we did that. And then Thursday morning, our plan was to get up at the crack of dawn and go to Universal to go spend our day at Harry Potter World, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, which is what we did. But, you know, in typical form, you'll appreciate that we got up early. We got there. I thought that our ticket said something wrong. So then we had to wait in the guest services line and then only to find out that our tickets were okay. Okay. And. Um, we were there with um, the rest of the free world who also <laughs> decided to spend Thanksgiving at Universal 
Orlando. Um, kept saying, she goes, why are all these people here on Thanksgiving Day? It was like, we were like, what are you doing? And she was like, we're here because of soccer, but we would normally not be here on Thanksgiving Day. Right. Um, everybody else go home. Everybody else go home. And so we went, we loved it. It was so magical. It was it was so beautiful, so incredibly well done. We loved the whole thing. This is not going to surprise you because you know me. About three o'clock that afternoon as I was trying to like really dig deep, Caroline looked at me and she goes, I don't know that we're theme park people. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, yes. (laughs) Because I was trying so hard because I was like, this is supposed to be magical and wonderful <laughs> and the whole thing. And but like, we're done. And seen. And mm-hmm. so we dug deep and we stayed. And I mean, we, but it was, it was kind of one of those days where, um, and in all honesty, like Caroline, like you had said beforehand, like do the Jimmy Fallon ride. All Caroline wanted to do was spend the whole time doing Harry Potter stuff, which mm-hmm. was fine so we really stuck to that I mean we rode the train back and forth um, and, and is that not the coolest thing oh my gosh it's so cool like mm-hmm. it really is amazing how well done it is and like we did the Gringotts bank ride which I love which was so cool um and but I knew and you'll appreciate this so we did the Gringotts that was our first ride of the day was Gringotts because okay. I was like let's go ahead and get in line and as we got in line they were like Ladies and gentlemen, there will be a slight delay as there's a mechanical. And, you know, whenever you're about to get on a ride, you're like, I don't, do you wait in line for the mechanical failure to be mm-hmm, fixed? Mm-hmm, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But people were leaving the line in droves. So I was kind of like, well, it, it's now or never. Let's stay because now we're at the front of the line. And so they got it fixed and we did that. And the guy that was sitting next to me, he was like, and here, here was my thing. All the rides say this. If you experience motion sickness or dizziness, oh, no. this may not be the ride for you. They do. You, they do say that. You know, they all say that. And mm-hmm. I, this was kind of my first experience because I really haven't done an amusement park since like Six Flags, which is old school. So this was my first experience with like the virtual reality rides where you have the goggles and the whole thing. Yes. And so Gringotts, I did pretty well on that. But the guy next to me said, oh, yeah, this one was, he said, the, the castle one is a lot worse than this. It is. It, it does. It makes you a little, it makes you a little dizzy. Oh, and so I was like, okay. So that kind of mentally prepared me for the Forbidden Journey ride. And so, um, so we walked around, we did Gringotts, we did some other stuff, and then we went to the Forbidden Journey ride. And that, to me, was so amazing, like going through the castle and the whole deal. Mm-hmm. And um, we get on the ride and... We loved it, and I was like, this is so cool, and I managed to make it through it. And then as soon as we got done, the line was shorter, so Caroline was like, let's go do it again right now. And oh. I was like, great, let's go do it right now. Mm. I'm going to tell you that was a mistake. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, yeah. Okay, so here's what I didn't tell you beforehand. Yes, tell me. Yeah, <laughs> because please. I didn't want to be a discouragement. Yes. But time before last when we were there, the same thing. We rode it, and then it was we got on it first thing in the morning. And mm-hmm. so... I, we wrote it and then so the line was not super long and so David and Alex were like, Let's go back, let's go back. So we went back, we wrote it again and uh-huh. same deal. I was like, Oh uh-huh. I'm a little and I don't get car like I know you get car sick sometimes, yeah. like if you're in the back seat of a car. I don't get super car sick, although I did in when I was on the back back and when we were in Kenya. Um, but I was like, Oh, like I was so nauseated. So when we went this last time, last spring break or two spring breaks ago, 
I didn't write it for that very okay. reason. Because mm-hmm. there's something about, and I think too, part of it's just getting older and the way, you know, your equilibrium yes. does not balance out as much. But it's because you, the way you tilt and then you got the goggles on and the stuff on the screen is moving and you're moving in a different direction uh-huh. than the screen, that whole thing. Because uh-huh. I I had to go sit down the, la- the mm-hmm. last time I wrote it back to back. So I am, I am super empathetic with that experience. Mm-hmm. That's a real thing. Yeah, it was. And it was funny because we had another mother and daughter who got, because, you know, it's like a, a car of four. Mm-hmm. So you're in that line of four. So it was Caroline and then me. And then there was another mother and daughter. And the daughter was probably like 11 or 12, if I had to guess. And they hadn't ridden it yet. So they were like, is it scary? And I was like, no, it's so fun. And it's great or whatever. Well, I guess this daughter started feeling motion sickness, too, because about quarter way through the ride, I hear the mom start telling the daughter, breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. And so this mom essentially coached me through the ride because I just closed my eyes Uh and I was like breathing in through my nose and Mm -hmm. out through my mouth. But I couldn't open up my eyes again. I was like, I'm going to throw up. Like I I had no doubt I was going to get sick. Well, and your feet are, your feet are loose. So you don't have a place to put your, like on the green cuts thing, you've got a place to put your feet. Isn't that right? Yes. Aren't your feet on something? That's yeah, because you're like in a cart. Yeah, yeah, that's the difference maker because you've got something to kind of ground you. But on that Forbidden Journey ride, your feet are flying around. So it's, yes. it's very disorienting if you have an issue with what my mama would call inner ear. If you have an yes. inner ear issue. Yes. Um, and I you. think, well, and Perry told me I was being overdramatic, which never. <laughs> uh, but I think. Being on that ride messed up something in my inner ear to the point that I've now like the flight home from Orlando and then I flew home from uh, New Hampshire this past week. Like now on airplanes, like I have to like all of a sudden, like I can't the takeoff and the landing. I have to really close my eyes and breathe deep. And I wasn't like that before. Mm-hmm. So it's like it screwed something up in me. Um, but the best of the Forbidden Journey, like when we got off and, you know, it's got the spiders that pop up and all yep. this stuff. And we got off the ride and Caroline said, you've got to, we've got to go look at the picture. She said, because that spider freaked me out so bad. And I had posted it on Instagram, but that picture, the look of sheer terror on Caroline's face <laughs> midway through that ride, we <laughs> laughed until we cried. That was the best. I mean, it doesn't even look like her. I mean, I was like, she goes, I mean, I had tears. She goes, mom, I was crying. And like, and I'm laughing because that's my go-to when I'm terror when I'm in pure terror I just start laughing and she looks so scared bless her I know we laugh so hard um so anyway that was but after we did that two times in a row but we both agreed and that was really towards the end of the day that we were like yeah I think we're done with rides for the day mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, because at that point I couldn't even ride the train without feeling kind of motion <laughs> You just needed to go somewhere and stand or sit. Well, mm-hmm. and that was, and so we had said we were going to do Jimmy Fallon's ride on the way out. Mm-hmm. And, but when we got to it and they had the Christmas parade, so we did get to see the Christmas parade coming down main street. And that was so fun. And, um, but I, Caroline and I both, I was like, do you want to ride? Sophie says, this is really fun. She was like, and I think I'm good. And I was like, thank the Lord. Cause I was going to, I was going to take one for the team, but I don't think I can do it either. Well, that's another one too. That's got, I mean, you know, you're sitting in a chair and you do have your feet on something in that, but it's like, and we're going through the streets of New York and it's really fast and there's a lot of turns and so no. it wouldn't have it wouldn't have helped your situation at all no it would not have it would not have done well for me so anyway but it was it was super fun I'm I'm so glad we went I'm so glad I saw it I don't care to ever go again <laughs> <That's>... 
see, we almost, almost made plans to get, we changed our mind, but we almost made plans to go back this spring break. I think we, I, I think that we would go, we would go every other year and until forever. Um, okay. But again, Alex and David love roller coasters and I can do the virtual reality kind of rides or whatever you call it, the 4D or whatever, easier than I can a roller coaster. Yeah. So it's just the Harry Potter one with the fly, with the feet flying Ooh. out from under you in particular is, is, is yeah. a difficult one for me. Yeah. But it is all amazing. I mean, yes. it was all decorated and they had the lights and the whole, I mean, I'm so glad that we saw it and it was, it was totally worth it. I don't care if I ever do it again. <laughs> Did y'all get so, better beer? We got better beer and, but that's it. And see, I don't mean to be, but I was like, this is too sweet. I don't like it. It's very sweet. We got two cups. We both got a cup of that, you know, which was $42 or something like that. And then, and we both drank about three sips and we were like, okay. like so in, in retrospect, I'm glad I was never able to talk you into joining us. You know, <laughs> and that's what I kept thinking too. Cause I thought maybe if we were with a group, it would right. be more fun. You know what I mean? Than, than just being the two of us, but we had a good time. I mean, we, it was fun, but we both at the end of the day, it was kind of like, yeah. And even the next day it was funny. Cause, um, they had an early, the girls had an early morning soccer game on Friday. So they had an 8am soccer game. And then a bunch of them were talking about like, we want to go to Epcot or Disney or whatever the rest of the day. And I told Caroline, I said, that's fine. I'll drop you off with your friends. I'm not going. Mm -hmm. And, um, and Caroline was like, yeah, I don't really want to go either. Mm -hmm. And so, and then the girls actually all ended up deciding to go shopping and hanging out in anyway. So um, I just, I don't know. And maybe it was, in, in all fairness, I do think, and somebody said later, like Thanksgiving Day is one of the absolute busiest days to go. So I do right. think we were there. Because like I told you, we had express passes and we still waited in line an hour just about everywhere. Which is crazy because we, I mean, we, now the Harry Potter rides, you can't use your express pass. And so those lines are going to be long. No, but... they let you use your express. You can. Oh, they did let you use your express pass? Yeah, they pass? had express everything because that, it used to be that way. But I think they've changed it because the, I looked into it. So you can use express passes for all of those now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I really like, I, I don't know. There's something about a theme park that I enjoy, but I appreciate that you knew your limits and you said, all right, done and done. Check that off the list and we're done. We're done. Yeah, it was, it was a good experience. So, but it was that moment. I will say for us, the coolest thing was, is when you're walking and you're like, where is it? I can't find it. And then you see the night bus and then mm -hmm. you go behind that brick wall and all of a sudden it's Diagon Alley and yeah. you're well, this is amazing. Yeah. Like the attention to detail and like I could have looked at the store windows all day long. Oh, like, it's just fascinating. I feel like I looked more the last time. Um, and did y'all eat at the Leaky Cauldron? Oh, yeah. We okay. ate at the Leaky Cauldron. Yes, we did the whole thing. And there's something about like when you kind of get back in there, you're like, oh, if I were a kid and mm. had read those books, I mean, I would think you it would just be I, I, I would you would get back in in there and just never leave because there's there's literally like you know then there's some stores you go into and then they have a back entrance into something else and it just yeah oh it's fascinating yeah it's the attention to detail is really unbelievable like mm -hmm. they they absolutely created it like I kept thinking if you're JK Rowling you have to be like well this is unbelievable that they created this world because it's just exactly like what you read about in the book yeah yeah they did yeah. Oh, it's it's phenomenal Hey y'all, it's Sophie, all by myself in the middle of the podcast because I want to tell you about a couple of things. The first one of those things is Prep Dish. 
Y'all, the holidays can be so cuckoo, crazy down banana pants in terms of staying on track with a healthy eating plan. There's just temptation everywhere you turn. And Prep Dish is such a great resource for you and your family in terms of being able to plan healthy meals for your family, have healthy meals available for your family, and all it takes is just a little bit of preparation on the weekends. Prep Dish is a healthy subscription-based meal planning service, and when you sign up, you'll receive an email every week with a grocery list. They make your grocery list and instructions for prepping your meals ahead of time. After only a couple of hours of prepping on the weekend, you'll have all of your meals ready for the entire week. That means that this week, you might have cilantro citrus shrimp with asparagus and quinoa or kale and sweet potato hash with sausage. And here's the best news. The founder of Prep Dish, Allison, is offering listeners of the Big Boo Cast a free two-week trial so that you can see how great it is. You cannot beat free. So check out prepdish.com slash big boo for this amazing deal. Again, that's prepdish.com slash big boo and you'll get your first two weeks free. This is a no-brainer all year long, but especially at the holidays, such a great way to stay organized and healthy. Here's the second thing. It's something that's new to me and new to you too. I'm guessing it's called PEX. Here's the deal. I cannot tell you how many times I have been out and about and I've taken a picture. Then I look at the picture on my phone and I think, oh my goodness, that is a framer. I can't wait to put that in a frame at home. But here's the thing. I never print it and I never frame it. You know why? Because it's trouble to get your pictures printed. Either the print sites take too much time and I kind of forget about it or the store kiosks are unpredictable, or they, they're not working, and the ink is so expensive at home. Well, PEX makes it so fast and so easy and so thoughtless to get prints of the pictures that you love. PEX is a photo printing service where anybody can text pictures for real prints to be delivered right back to you. The PEX mission is to make photo printing the easiest it's ever been so that everybody can relive and share their happy moments every single day. PEX envisions a world where more people are genuinely happier because they're surrounded by images of their most cherished moments. What a sweet thing that we would actually have an easy way to print our pictures, to surround ourselves by those pictures and to remember happy times. This is such an easy thing to do y'all here's all you have to do if you would like to give pecs a try you simply text your pictures to this number 213-277-4468 that's 213-277-4468 or you can visit pecsnow.com and when you do that you text your pictures they send back a little thing and you, you choose your quantities and then they print your pictures and send them straight to you Oh, so simple. So the next time you think this is a framer, just text to that number, 213-277-4468 or go to pexnow.com, P-E-X-N-O-W.com and make sure you get a print of that very special memory. Alrighty, y'all, here we go. Back to episode 126. Well, so the day, a couple of days after, I guess, the, the day after y'all went there was actual Thanksgiving. And 
we had my family here and and for us that means that that night was the egg bowl the mississippi state on this game which by the time the game started my daddy was here my sister was here my brother-in-law barry was here and you know every once in a while that game is you know it's back and forth and you don't really know how it's going to go and it's really frustrating and i believe i mentioned that last year when we went went to the egg bowl in startville that was the absolute nastiest football game i've ever seen played in my life it was yes it was it was disgraceful and it's and it's hatred um (laughs) i don't know what the environment was in oxford this year but it was as far as state and and its performance at this game it was really never in question and so it's the first time in a long time where I have watched an egg ball and just been kicked back. Just like, yeah. well, this is delightful. Look at yes. us score. This, look at us score points. This is fantastic. So we enjoyed yeah. that immensely. That's good. Well, I'm going to tell you, spoiler alert, I did not feel that way at any point during the A&M LSU game on can, Saturday Can March. I just say, that game, and I'm, I want you to share all your feelings about that yeah. game. I want, I, I, I mean, I, the minutia of the minutia of those feelings. I want, I want to hear about. And we texted some during that game. Yes, yes. But I would not take anything. Like I will remember for the rest of my life. And we never watched TV in our living room, really, because we're always mm-hmm. in the den off the kitchen. But we sat in the living room. Alex and I sat in the living room and we watched that game to to the bitter end. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, to the bitter end, and and my sister, Barry and David ended up going to bed. But, like, that, what an unbelievable display of, of the best of college football is what I have to say. It was, listen, I will forever, it's like one of those, where were you on November 24th? Oh you know, gosh. like, that game. So, we went, so, Caroline, they had a soccer game. It was at three o'clock. So we were on Eastern time because we were in Florida. So we, um, we, so we went to the dinner, we went to dinner with the team after like an early dinner. And then I was like, I got to get back for kickoff. (laughs) I got some things to do. That's right. So see y'all later. Mm -hmm. Goodbye. And so I went and I had told Caroline because our room was like a little sweet room. So I said, you can have the girls over. And I said, and y'all can watch TV because we had two TVs. I said, y'all can watch TV. Well, here's what I did not realize till I got back to the hotel room is our hotel did not have the SEC network. Wait, you have not told me this. Oh, no, I have not told you this. We didn't have the SEC network. So I watched that whole game on my laptop. Oh. Oh. And here's. I know, and I haven't and told you this either. And there's a delay when you watch it on your laptop. That, and I did not realize that until I was checking Twitter on my phone, like during the first and second quarter, because I like to follow along and see what people are tweeting and saying. Oh. So I was, and then I realized I was like, oh, I'm on like a eight second delay mm-hmm. or a ten second delay. So mm-hmm. I started to realize like I can't watch and see or whatever. So I'm watching it online which was fine I mean yeah. it really worked I mean it was it was fine um I mean I don't know who doesn't have the SEC network you're in the magic kingdom I mean the, you want it to be magical get the SEC network so <laughs> that game 
I can't like we we started off and I was like this feels good we're moving the ball mm-hmm. like I felt like we had it in hand I felt like we were we were working with what we had I felt like Travion Williams was having a spectacular game and and can I just say I know and I texted you this that night I know that at times you have questioned Kellen Mond yeah but I felt like that was a game where he stepped up in a big way like there was something in his eyes where it was like nope not giving up nope. Like, yeah, I, I felt like he led so beautifully in that game. I felt like he did. I was a little between. I felt like there were a couple of passes. I felt like our receivers had a big case of the dropsies in the regular <laughs> in regular time. I felt like there were a lot of passes that I was like, yeah. Um, and so all of that to say, I was feeling optimistic. I thought this is going to be it. We're going to beat LSU. And then Travion Williams fumbled that ball mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter. And I'm going to tell you something. I felt so bad for him in that moment because he had had a monster of a game he already had. at that point. And that's so not like him to fumble. And I like, I couldn't even be mad at him. You know what I mean? Like where you're like, that's just so un, un and you could just see like how sick he was. And that's when, you know, I'm like, well, this is how this is going to end. Like mm-hmm. they're, they just scored and now they're going to score again and our defense can't get a stop. So all that to say, so we get the ball back as everybody knows, and we're down a touchdown and we're driving down the field. There's like a minute left and we're finally kind of, it was crazy. And you're finally kind of moving the ball. And then with 30 seconds left is when Kellen Mond on fourth down throws what appears to be an interception. Right. And so at that point with 30 seconds left, so my dad and I had texted earlier and, you know, he doesn't watch the games. He just wants to know if we win or lose. And then if we lose, he deletes it. So (laughs) because he saves himself the stress. So I text my daddy at that point and say, Ags lose you know, Ags lose the end or whatever. And so I'm sitting there with it online. Well, then my phone starts, you know, I'm still, cause I'm on a 10 second delay. And right. so Gully's like, this is unbelievable. And I, I'm like, I feel like I, I was in that, in that, in that yeah. mix as well. Yes. Everybody was like, you were texting and it was like this. And then I was like, wait, hold on. And then I start looking at Twitter. Well, then finally it gets to my laptop where I'm seeing, like they're saying that his knee was down. And then I see like his knee was down it was like, oh, no, we're still this is. And so then I have to text my dad back. Oh, wait, I don't think this game is over yet. Golly. And so it was just unbelievable. And then we had the 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 we scored a touchdown with one second left. And even that like it was like at one point because it was like fourth and 18. And I thought we didn't get it. But it's because the TV line wasn't where it was supposed to be. So we did Uh get the first down. And then with literally one second left on the clock, which I'm like, how does that even happen? We score and it ties the game up. And I was freaking out. Like Caroline, by this point, all her teammates had left because I mean, it's like 11 o'clock already at this point. And they had an 8 a.m. game the next morning. And so they had already left our room. And I mean, I'm like freaking out. And Caroline's like, Mom, you need to calm down. You need to calm down. And I was like, I can't calm down. This does not happen. Like this Mm. doesn't happen. And even then, though, so then we stop LSU. They only get the field goal in the first overtime. Then we're right on the goal line and we can't score. And I'm like, well. 
that's well this is uh-huh, that's, this mm-hmm. you know like this is I know how this ends but the whole time what was so funny is because you and Gully were both texting me and then Gully's mom started texting me too and so I had to get to where I ha- and I didn't want to tell y'all like quit texting me because I'm on a delay because I wanted y'all to keep texting me but I had to bury my phone under a pillow <laughs> so I couldn't hear it <laughs> buzz <laughs> so I would wait until I would see what would happen and then I would look and there would be this is amazing I can't believe it catch was incredible so I was like on this weird well, it- I said you could have told me here's the thing you know we have in this house we love the LSU Tigers and we love the Aggies. Like they're my they're they're my two favorite not Mississippi State teams. Like yes. I have such affection for the Aggies and for the Tigers. So there was something about watching like my two favorite teams that aren't Bulldogs mm-hmm. play at that level, but not being like nearly as invested as I would if State were in that. Yes. That was magical as a college football fan because I love, I love both of those teams so much. And so there was something about it. Like I was, there were so many times when I said, I'm so glad this is not state. I'm so glad this is not state. I'm so glad this is not state because I can only, and, and our friend Joel is a huge LSU fan. And so like to get both of your reactions to that is that's going on. I can't, I can't even imagine what it feels like in it to be like in a fifth overtime. Yes. You're exhausted yes. at that point. Like, and the, and the thing is, is I think what was so amazing about the game was, is not one thing came down to sloppy play. Like no. they both played lights out. I mean, it was like play after play where you would be like, like in the third overtime when LSU got the touchdown and then the, the two point conversion, I was like, well, there's no way we're going to get the touchdown in the two point conversion. And then you do. And Kendrick Rogers made that catch. that was like in overtime. He was amazing. He was amazing. He was amazing. I mean, he could do no wrong. And it just kept, it was like, I just couldn't believe it kept going on. Like it just, and then when they're like the fifth overtime, the sixth, you're like, how is this game still happening? And they were just battling. And I laughed so hard because somebody, one of my favorites the next day, as I said, well, what happened was the LSU players got dehydrated because they dumped all their Gatorade over their coach (laughs) two hours before the game ended. You know, like it was the whole thing was like, it was over. It just... Ed Orgeron had to have burned that shirt because uh, he he coached all those overtimes in that wet shirt. Yeah. Um, and, and here, like, exactly what you said, it was like the bar kept getting, like, the, somebody would make a play that would raise the bar. And mm-hmm. then somebody would say, oh, I'll hit that bar and then I'll raise it one more time. It was, yeah. it was crazy to watch. It was fantastic. Yeah. It was fantastic. It really, I mean, I was so happy for that team because I thought LSU has just been the thing. Like that's the, that's the SEC team, SEC team that we haven't been able to beat. Like Mm -hmm. we just could not get over that bar. And so for those seniors, and I just thought they've been through so much and like they've had to buy into a new coach and into Mm -hmm. Jimbo Fisher's system. And you know, they had to work so much harder than what they were used to, to fit in. And like to see them like battle to get that win was Mm -hmm. just, it was like, it felt like one of those where I was like, this program, we're going to look back and go, that was a, that was a, that was a momentum shifter. Like that changed the trajectory mm -hmm. of Aggie football. Like a watershed moment. Yeah. It was just, and you know, and I, and for a lot of Aggies, people were like, I feel like when Johnny Manziel beat Alabama, that 
to me was maybe my favorite A&M game of all time mm-hmm. because it was just, we were such the underdog and whatever. But that seven overtimes was just, I mean, just the heart and the grit and just to keep battling and to win and to be at Kyle Field. And I was just like, well, that's just the greatest thing ever. I mean, it's just, it was it was just amazing. And I mean, so I was in my hotel room just texting and smiling and up till, and then of course, you know how that goes. I, I did not sleep. Oh, well, I knew you were going to be up till dark 30 reading all the message boards. I think I tweeted about that, that you were going to, yeah. I mean, you're going to go straight from the game to the message boards. There was oh. way too much information to disseminate for you to, for you to bother with sleep. Oh, no. Sleep was, and then Caroline, we had to be up at like six the next morning because we had to be at her soccer game. We had to be at the fields by like 7.05. And so, but I was like, you know what? Worth it. Totally Mm -hmm. worth it. I didn't even care. It was amazing. I've watched the Aggie football show is called The Pulse, and Mm -hmm. it's a special like 45-minute pulse. It's on YouTube if you want to watch it. It's like my favorite. I bet I've watched it 74 times. (laughs) It's And Jimbo's pregame speech and his postgame speech, I'm like, it's the greatest thing ever. And then on Twitter, I would get on Twitter and it was so fun because it was that because the game lasted so late. And it was one of those moments where like everybody in the country is watching that game, you know, like it was the only game that was still on at that point. And so it was so fun to read everybody's reactions and I follow it's job Tom Herman it's like the foe account for Tom Herman and it was like when Jimbo went running out there I think it was to argue that we had one second left on the clock like job Tom Herman tweeted Jimbo has a huge wedgie don't at me like it (laughs) there were so many things it just made me laugh yes I saw that tweet I think you may have retweeted it and Alex got so tickled my sister got so tickled you know, I, I contend and have long contended Twitter is really good for certain things. Pageants yes. is one thing Twitter is is really good for. Twitter is so good for sports. And in particular, it's so fun in a great college football game. I mean, like, so during overtime, not only do you have this incredible game on television, you have just one hilarious thing after another, after another, after another on Twitter. So yep. I don't know. It's so fun because then you feel like you not only have you watched this great game and you've enjoyed it with your people, but you've also enjoyed it with a bunch of people on Twitter. It's it's the best. It's so fun. Yeah, yeah it was so fun. So I mean, listen, I'm still on a high from that game. Mm-hmm. It was like at that point, I'm like, I don't even care what bowl we go to. None of that even matters. Like this to me was like the, one of the greatest moments in Aggie football history. It was amazing. I was beside myself. I mean, just getting the text from you and Gully and Merrill. And then my daddy, I texted him and I was like, so I'd said the game's not over. And he was like, and I said, it's going to overtime. Well, he went to bed. And so he recorded it because he doesn't watch them. You know, that's his thing. And so he woke up the next morning and like said he was making such a point to like not get on text ags because he knew it went to overtime. Well, he like first Fox News pops up and it's like historic seven overtime game. So he knew it went to seven overtimes before he even watched it. Oh, golly. It was great. It was so great. It was, man, what a game. It was. And let me just say, I mean, what a tribute to both coaches. What a tribute to Ed Orgeron and what he's done at LSU. What a tribute to Jimbo Fisher and what he's done at A&M. Yep. Because two years ago, neither of those programs would have would I I don't believe would have competed at that level for that long because there's a point Alex was even saying like there's a point where the linemen have got to be getting up there just with their thighs on fire yes you know yes 
I mean, yeah. just the center snapping the ball. I mean, yeah. when you think about that many plays in one game, it's insane. I know. The, I know. Like what that took out of both sides. And I, like, I really, I wanted to stand up at the end of that game and salute both teams because that was just, that was a Herculean effort. That was incredible coaching on both sides of yep. the field. Um it was just a, a, an, a crazy enjoyable game to watch. And there was just, you know, I like some grit. And there was yeah. so much grit in that game. There was so yeah. much toughness in that game. It was so good. It was so good. And I loved, and Gully was texting me because, you know, normally a game like that, she's like, I can't believe we're not watching this together. And I was like, I know. And then she texted me and she's like, I just broke a wine glass. <laughs> I think that was like second overtime. <laughs> I kept having to get closer to the television. Like, <laughs> like I, I was watching on the couch and then I, sco- I, I would scoot down and then, then I kind of scooted down to the end of the couch closest to the television. Mm-hmm. Then I had to get on the floor. Then I had to move up to like, I don't know where I thought I was going to go if it had gone into nine overtimes. I yeah. could not have gotten really any closer. You crawl into the TV I know, at that but point. I, just, I had to get closer and closer to it as it, as it went on. It was fantastic. It was so good. Well, and it was what was so funny is, you know, the next day, like our our soccer team parents don't really know how crazy I am about right. A&M football because I try to hide that part of myself. Sure. And so I had on my A&M hat the next day, of course, but I that they were like, how about that game? And I said, yeah. And I said, I said, I couldn't. And they were like, you stayed up to watch all of it. And mm-hmm. I thought, well, y'all don't know me at all. Yeah. I mean, like there was no going to bed. Yeah. Let me introduce so, myself because yeah. um this is sort of how I roll. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would have stayed up if it had been 22 overtimes. I'd have been up mm-hmm. for every single one of them. So it was amazing. So that was that. And then we had our game Saturday, I mean, a Sunday, and then we flew back. Um, we flew back on Sunday and then started school on Monday. Wow. I know it was kind of a crazy, it was a whirlwind. Um, it was a whirlwind time, but it was super fun. Well, I, I listen for for all the 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 false hope and the the suffering and the heartaches and the hardships you have endured as an Aggie fan. Yes. That was a pretty good payoff. I'm going to tell you, it was good. It was a good one. I was so proud of the team and I was so proud of the way they bounced back. I was so proud of Kellen Mond. I mean, I was like that. I just felt like we watched our team grow up during that game and I could not have been more proud of them. So, and like I've said, I have since watched the pulse 84 times. (laughs) So, okay. So, so why don't we do this? Why don't we, we'll stop this one. We'll call, we'll call this whatever. I don't even know what our episode is. We'll call this 126. Is this 126? Okay. And then we'll come back and we'll continue to talk and do 127. Does that sound good? That's right. Okay. So for just a second, bye everybody. Bye everybody. We'll talk to you in just a minute. Bye-bye.